Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Joining us on the line now, I'm meeting for the first time Dr. Carl Kruselnicki, best known as Dr. Carl, Australian science communicator and popularizer. Dr. Carl, a very good morning to you. Great to be meeting you studiophonically. Ah, studiophonically, a lovely word. That if it doesn't well, I had exist, to say it that. Exist, you made it up. I love that word. Great. Thanks, Dr. Well, great to meet you, and thanks for coming on board once again. We've got some very interesting topics to unpack. Uh, one of them I actually unpacked uh, in an earlier show I did, or well, rather a show I did the other day, regarding uh, this, the, the question of traditionally claiming that in hunter-gatherer societies, the males do the hunting while the females do the gathering. It ain't necessarily so. Your take on that? Well, I just simply go by the science. Um, in my case, I follow the motto of the scientist, which is that we hold our theories on the tips of our fingers so the merest breath of fact will blow them mm. away. So on one hand, it was just floating in my brain somehow as a result of past experiences that mm. in hunter-gatherer societies, the males do the hunting and the females do the gathering. And it was kind of that weak, you know, my belief. I had nothing to back it up. Then I read this article in Science Journal. There are two yes. major mm -hmm. science journals in the English-speaking language. They are Science, coming out of the USA, and Nature, coming out of the United Kingdom. And this article in Science looked at societies that do the hunter-gathering thing, and it found that in 80% of the societies, the females do uh, the hunting. They do some degree of hunting and sometimes a major amount of the hunting. So... But, but, but what did you cover? And, and Michael, how, how did this misinformation come about? Mm -hmm. so what do you reckon? I, I don't. I, I also read that article, and uh, yeah, it was interesting to note. In fact, if you can take it even further, how uh, the, the females actually played such a prominent role. Uh, if you equate it with, you know, what the lioness does in the animal kingdom, they actually went. Uh, ah. They actually did more. They actually endeavoured to do more. Uh, by going out and hunting not only bigger species, but at a time where they've just experienced pregnancy, uh, they would slowly, well, they'd have the child uh, after, and shortly after that, they immediately get back into their tasks. They immediately go hunting out again. I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Uh, well, isn't it good that both of us are resilient and flexible enough in our thinking that we can admit that we were wrong <laughs> and accept the version with the, with the updated data? Wonderful. Oh, well, there we go. You, Dr. Michael. We just, oh, Dr. Mike, no, 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 no. I'm certainly far from that. I'm a real black sheep of anything. I certainly don't deserve that title of Dr. Uh, Dr. Carl. But anyway, so that's the story of hunter-gatherer societies. It's amazing what we learn about how dominant the, the female species was. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I don't mean that in a derogatory way, but how uh, women were disregarded in the actual roles they played in hunter-gatherer societies. There you have it. And um, if you want to, you know, like look into that a bit further and research a bit uh, more about the subject, as Dr. Carla said. It was that in the Science Journal, if I recall correctly, the, way it, uh, the story featured. Yeah, you, know, you can learn the, a bit more about that. The name of the journal that. is rather disarmingly Science, just those okay, just that just word, a, Science. Just Science. Okay, Doctor, yeah. so why has the mortality rate, the number of women out of every, shall we say, 100,000 pregnant women who die during as a result of delivery more than doubled in the USA over the last 20 years? What's happening there? Um... I'm a bit confused. Uh, once again, we get the data, and the data itself is very disturbing. So we're looking at a 20-year, two-decade period, and so babies come as a result of 
women delivering the babies. So if you look at a group of 100,000 women in the USA delivering babies, over the last 20 years, the death rate in the women delivering babies has gone up. And you're thinking, hang on, at the very least, it should um, stay the same or get better. You know, it shouldn't get worse. You know, it's not like there's a war going on or something that cannot be fixed. And yet, if you look at it, and, and this is what you kind of expect, it's very unfair, but the way it is, it is in the USA. In the USA, uh, with the Afro-American population, um, the deaths per 100,000 have gone from 26 up to about 55, which is terrible. And then right. it turns out that they're the worst off. Then the next worst off were the American Indians and the Native Alaskans, who, you know, Alaska's part of the USA. They went from not 26 to 55, but from 14 to about 50. That's kind of doubling, tripling. And right. then the next one started off at 9.6, which is, you know, they're better off than the Afro-Americans and the American Natives. They were the... Um, Asians and Native Hawaiianers mm. and other Pacific Islanders, they went from about 10 to 20. And then the um, white people started off at the lowest at 94, 9.4, but they went to 26. And they're worse off than the Asian Native Hawaiians and Pacific Islanders and the Hispanics. They actually went to a higher thing. And yet they're the, to use the phrase, the the dominant subgroup in society. Right. In the USA. And Doctor, if I can come in there, it seems like this is a socio, yeah. this has got to do with socio-economic Im uh, impact on these various societies, which is, uh, w which explains these uh, various statistics you've just given. Concerning, of yeah, course, because it, we want upliftment in these It's hard, popular. though, because why should there be any increase at all in a wealthy country like the USA? Well, there you it's go. It's just wrong. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, there's a whole lot of potential reasons. In, in some cases, there's under delivery of medical care and then there's a whole bunch of other social things because we have in America the situation now where in the middle class with a family, you know, you, you're, you're boring old traditional nuclear family of mm, two parents mm. and a couple of kids. The two parents in some cases have to have three jobs between the two parents to be able to survive and survive means they can pay the rent but they don't earn enough money to buy food. Okay. And so issues, in a family right. where mm. two parents have got three jobs, they have to rely on food handouts, even though they're working as hard as they can. Sure. And there's something going on on a social level, and I don't know what that thing is, but it seems wrong mm -hmm. if you're going to end up with pregnant women dying at a higher rate than used to be. Of course, there's always going to be some pregnant women who die. You know, there could be like a terrible, total unexpected hemorrhage or something, but to have got it low and then let it get high again right. means that there's something odd going on in the USA over the last two decades. Well, as you say, something odd with a country so advanced and, uh, shall we say, a country that's rich, that's, that's got the funds and whatever, yeah. and all the structures in place to support uh, society. Mm. Why are we looking at these alarming figures within the societal groups? Doctor, we don't have much time to chat. Um, my, my third question to you is why do coincidences happen? Love to hear your take on that. 
Well, the word coincidence means um, a bunch of co events that have no apparent link with each other. So you've just got rid of your car and you bought, say, a yellow Volkswagen, which isn't a very common car, and then suddenly you're driving down the road and everything you see is a yellow Volkswagen. Well, not everything. And that's called confirmation bias, where okay. you kind of have a belief that yellow Volkswagens are good, and blow me down, you see them everywhere. Right. And that's the same sort of confirmation bias that happens in emergency departments in hospitals and psychiatric wards and in police departments where on a full moon they look out the window, yeah, it's full moon, and they look back inside, it's full, therefore uh, it's always busy on a full moon. And when you do the study over a decade, mm -hmm. and you look at 100,000 admissions to hospitals or 50,000 police uh, copybook ad admissions, suddenly you find that there's no link. So that's the um, confirmation bias. And the other one is a thing called pareidolia, P-A-R-E-I-D-O-L-I-A, which is where we try to find order in something where there is inherently no order at all. And a good example... Okay. <coughs> Sorry, cough, cough, cough. That's a good right. example of that is every now and then somebody sees the face of Jesus in a bit of burnt toast when the face of Jesus turns out to be somebody looking like a 1960s blonde Californian surf person mm -hmm. with blonde hair. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure that the people in the Middle East didn't look like that at all. Uh, but nevertheless, that's the try to find order in things that are just random noise of the universe. It's amazing how people do try to find order when there is none. Right. Confirmation bias. Paradolia, if I pronounce that correctly. Doctor, thanks so much for confirming that. Uh, I guess it's just uh, what plays on one's mind and how one wants to interpret situations at a particular time which suits their uh, sense of interpretation at that uh, split moment in time. Dr. Carl Krisnilke, best known as Dr. Carl, Australian science community, communicator and popularizer, popularizer, joining us this morning just to run through a few very interesting articles which uh, he raised on his segment.